From Washington, this is Talking Tax. I'm your host, Siri Belusu. This week, we're bringing you two conversations on international tax issues from our annual 2020 Outlook on Tax event, held this week here in D.C. First up, Bloomberg Tax's Isabel Gottlieb talks with Chip Harder. He's the Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Department of Treasury for International Tax Affairs. Tomorrow, we'll feature a conversation with Peter Blessing, the Associate Chief Counsel of the IRS. But first, we hear what Harder has to say about U.S. international tax rules. Talking about the international guidance, um, it's been a sort of focus lately on the Hill. Um, there was a Ways and Means Committee uh, hearing recently mm-hmm. looking at um, TCJ and, and more specifically the international pieces. Um, can you update us on where that stands and, and some insight into Treasury's thinking um, into, into these questions? Yeah, well. So implementing the TCJA has been um, a very complex job. The the statute and legislative history sends mixed messages at best, and we've had to do a lot of weighing and balancing in terms of just trying to implement these uh, provisions in a way that is both faithful to the statutory language, but also consistent with our understanding of congressional intent where we you know, are, are able to square those two. And we've, uh, you know, g- go through an extremely extensive, you know, notice and comment process where we have, in fact, you know, consulted with stakeholders of, of all types, you know, beginning in the middle of the um, legislation process and right through uh, the implementation process. Actually, the Treasury uh, Office of Tax Policy does have an open door policy where we take essentially all requested meetings from from any stakeholders. And that's very important given that, you know, sitting in the ivory tower, it's very difficult to understand the full implications of uh, things we're considering with you know fairly you know small staff that doesn't actually you know have taxpayer numbers. I believe our process in drafting and uh, finalizing international guidance with respect to the TCJA has really set a new level of transparency. You know, I was just you know, going through the 901 uh, L regulations, and you know the preamble is 111 pages long, but the operating reg is only 103, and that reflects the fact that we have very carefully documented in the written record every comment we've received. We've responded to why we have or have not accepted those comments and also in each and every case addressed you know, our, author- our view of our authority to issue the regs where we, we think there is any, any question whatsoever. So I, I feel very good about the regulatory process and, and the level of transparency that we've achieved. Um, Moving away from regs, the G20 is meeting this weekend to endorse 
um, a very early proposal, um, 137 countries brought together by the OECD have agreed on kind of the architecture of um, what will be the global tax rewrite, the digital tax project the OECD is working on. Um, I know this is something that you spend a lot of time on. Um, I know uh, it's a politically sensitive, but um, can you give us an update on what's next for that project? Well, I expect the uh, G20 to say, we support you, carry on. Um, I've got, what, my, my next meeting in Paris is, is March 19th and have additional meetings of the steering group of the inclusive framework coming up in April, May, and June <clears throat> leading up to the inclusive uh, framework meeting at the end of June. And so we're obviously going into a period of sort of very intensive negotiations and we will see where we end up by, by the end of June. And uh, July 1st, the Inclusive Framework is meeting again, looking to agree on the fundamentals of this plan. So stay, That's stay tuned for, yeah, stay for tuned. the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, last question, with just a bit of time left. Um, the uh, big news in the international tax world mm -hmm. over the summer was the Senate finally, after mm -hmm. just about a decade, mm -hmm. passing tax treaties, ratifying tax treaties. Mm -hmm. um, has that movement through the Senate um, opened up the pipeline to more? There's three treaties pending with um, Chile, Hungary, and Poland that are kind of on a shelf at the moment while uh, an issue about um, the treaties possibly overriding beat gets worked out. Um, and are there more countries that we might see coming up next? Yeah, no, it was very significant that we got you know, four protocols uh, approved by the Senate, um, you know, the, the first uh, movement through the Senate in uh, almost 10 years. Uh, we, as you mentioned, we, we still do have uh, three treaties pending for approval there. And uh, the, the issue there is that uh, because these would be new treaties that would be come into force after the TCJA, the uh, Treasury believes it's quite important to specifically address the interaction between these treaties and the BEAT. And so the Treasury has requested that uh, a reservation be uh, added with, with respect to the, the interaction with the BEAT with respect to these treaties. Uh, that request has yeah, slowed the approval process. We, we continue to work it. Um, it may be necessary or it may simply be the fastest thing to do to go back and reopen uh, negotiations with, uh, with those th three treaty counterparties and uh, just you know, specifically address it in the text of the treaty, which should not take, you know, too much time, and so we, we do think we can you know, move forward uh, with with those treaties uh, sort of in due course here, and then it, it is very significant that we're you know, now in a position, we're sort of now open for business again in terms of uh, treaty negotiations, and uh, we, we've got a lot of work to do, a lot of sort of deferred maintenance. We, we need to, uh, 
revise our, our model treaty to uh, address, you know, the fact that the world's different after the TCJA and, you know, we've got, uh, yeah, treaty negotiations that were in, in progress but put on hold given that there was no prospect for so many years of getting treaties approved. So I, I would think we would uh, be looking to uh, resume those negotiations yeah, fairly soon, including with yeah, Vietnam, Norway, Romania, you know, and uh, probably yeah, Colombia and Netherlands are all countries we had uh, negotiations with uh, uh, underway. And, you know, so uh, th they would be at the front of the queue. Um, many other countries with whom we don't have treaties have expressed interest to uh, uh, have treaties with the U.S. for the first time, but yeah, they'll have to get you know, further back in line. We, we have you know, limited resources and can only uh, work on you know, a limited number of treaties at a time. That's all for this week's episode. Check back tomorrow for a conversation with Peter Blessing, the Associate Chief Counsel of the IRS. For more tax and accounting news, visit news.bloombergtax.com. From Washington, I'm Siri Belusu. Thanks for listening. From Washington, this is Bloomberg Government's Down Ballot Counts. Hey there, I'm Kyle Trigstad, politics editor for Bloomberg Government. And I'm Greg Giroux, senior elections reporter for Bloomberg Government. Check out our podcast, Down Ballot Counts. Those aren't the only down ballot races we're watching, are they? In states like Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. Will Democrats be able to defend their majority in the House this year? Will Republicans keep their majority in the Senate? Are there other members who wish to record their presence? Each week, Greg and I will be breaking down all of those down-ballot elections that make up the fight for the U.S. Congress. 26, and that is the number of women who will be serving the United States Senate when it swears in Georgia Republican Kelly Leffler. Along the way, we'll cover all of the numbers that matter. So a really interesting thing is how much national security background and experience so many of them are bringing to this job and interview key players in the congressional elections. Listen and subscribe to Down Ballot Counts from Bloomberg Government wherever you get your podcasts.